You're listening to WGSR, bringing hope and comfort to the world, 24 hours a day. This is a free download. This, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. years 160 episodes how does it feel just like it was yesterday uh don't you know it don't you know it man i'm excited we got a lot of folks in the studio tonight we do the most ever celebrating with us this is just this is off the hook (laughs) off the hook how's your week been mikey riding a wave ah come on (laughs) no it's been a good week especially looking forward to thursday night Five years, 160 new countries. Oh, man. There's just a whole ton of stuff to be thankful for, isn't there? Absolutely. I'm just, uh, I got a whole list of stuff over here. So I'll tell you what, uh, let's do the shout outs first. And, uh, okay. What you got over there, babe? You got some shout-outs? I do. I have some Facebook likes. We want to say thank you to Kevin Knox for liking us on Facebook. Kevin thank Knox, you, Kevin. thank you. And we also want to say thank you to Cheryl Medina Duval. Cheryl, thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Thank you, Cheryl. We had uh, Duval in here the other night. Ed Duval. Ed oh, Duval. Yes. A couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, yes, yes. I remember his testimony. And awesome. Anyone out there, if you have not liked us yet on Facebook and you Please do it wherever you are. Just like us on Facebook. And if they like us on Facebook, what happens, Mikey? They get a shout out. They get a shout out. Plus, they get all the current news and business going on with God Stories Radio. And also, we post the current podcast there as well. We also post prayer requests. Prayer request. And just like you said, news in general. That's right. Speaking of prayer request, I think we got one over there, didn't we? Well, we have a new country listening. I was wondering if oh, we shouldn't read that. I, number uh, you are number so correct. 91 <laughs> is the Islamic Republic of Iran. Wow. Wow. Who'd have thunk that? Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> God is doing uh, mighty uh, things. Well, you're not kidding. Yeah. Who'd have thunk that? On our five-year anniversary. Five-year anniversary. Number 91. We love our brothers and sisters in Iran, that's for sure. And if you're listening from that country, drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at Gmail. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. From any of our countries. Any of them, absolutely. 
They can also tweet us. Yes, they can on Twitter. They can like us on Facebook, God Stories Radio at Gmail. They can listen to us live on Mixler.com slash God-Stories-Radio. They can also look at our face for radio. Yes, they on can. On the YouTube they're channel. They're doing that right now. <laughs> which they're doing right now. Hey, wave, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well... Speaking of email, we did get an email uh, from one of our listeners. Her name is Clarice Andres. And this is awesome. From, ah, yeah. From the Philippines. And um, she said, hi, I'm Cla Clarice Andres, a 20-year-old from the Philippines. I just wanted to say that I was feeling really down today. Found out I failed a subject, which made me worry more about the future. I know it's kind of a minor thing to worry about. And... To be totally bummed about, but I just wanted to share how glad I am to stumble upon your podcast on Spotify. I basically spent the whole day listening and crying my eyes out. It feels good to know more about how great the Lord is with you guys. Maybe the Lord did really want me to search you guys on Spotify and listen all day long to ease my worries and my anxiety away. He is magical. Continue inspiring us young men and women. In our generation, we tend to forget the Lord's presence in our lives due to the different trends we get to experience and have. By these, we face consequences of being ashamed by who we are, what we are, and what we own, our opinions, etc. And we need someone to constantly remind us that it is just okay and that the Lord has sorted out life. We just have to listen and trust Him on our journey here on earth. Can't wait to listen to more podcasts of you guys and bring, and bring, you, and bring you along on my journey. Best regards, Clarice. Wow. Yeah. Thank I, you, Clarice. Yeah. So very touched. It is. I, I did get an opportunity to respond to her today. So, um... I had a verse for her that I'll share with everyone. It's uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely. I want to thank Mark Sinclair and Alex for reminding me that the music was still playing. <laughs> Again? Again. On YouTube. All right. So they couldn't hear a doggone thing. <laughs> really? Oh, but goodness. they can now. All right. <laughs> See wow. why I need help? Yeah. <laughs> More ways than one. But she, she had mentioned something in when she was writing there that she said that God doing stuff with you guys. Clarice, he can do it for you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's there for everyone. And we've got some more uh, some more yes. posts to mention on your sticker there. Yeah, I do. Um, we had uh, Craig, our buddy Craig over in Washington there. Yay, Craig's Carpet Service. Craig's Carpet Service out in, what was it? Uh, Arlington, Washington. Arlington. <laughs> Arlington, Washington. Yes. He sent, uh, he blessed us again with another 40. Thank you. Yep, he was Craig. on my donation list. I, I've got a few over here. Thank you, Craig. And then he, he sent in a question asking if I would, and actually the listing, the title up from the top says, Ride in the Wave. And he says, It I got think, your attention, didn't it? Yeah, it did. 
It says, uh, I think Mikey can speak on this subject and offer some encouragement. Dating is crazy. Finding the one God want you to have. I guess it's having fun and God's friends. He wanted me to have a relationship with him first. Of course, I am impatient. I hear you, Craig. I hear you. Um, thanks for the question. And uh, I believe that uh, the, the first time from here that we have an opening where there is not a guest, we will put that down as uh, the question for the night. All right. So, Craig, if you're listening, hold on. <laughs> well, I there's a bunch of people up there that I can't see who they are. Um, I can see Tracy and Alex is on with us and a couple more people. And if you subscribe to us on Mixer, I can see who you are. And so you have follow us. You have um, Pastor Jeff. Pastor Jeff on your list. Well, I I saw it was on you, but we we can definitely touch on that before the end of the night. Pastor Jeff was on the show just recently, and he has gone to a missions trip to Peru. Peru, mm -hmm. and is asking for prayer. And I saw that on our uh, Facebook uh, page. Yeah, he he uh, sent us Did, a video, and mm -hmm. I posted it up there. So. If you could uh, remember to pray for Pastor Jeff Orcutt, who is in Peru with his family and on the missions field. Amen. God bless him. Yeah. That's beautiful. They're great people. They are. But uh, I have a, a donations list. I just wanted to mention everybody that had given something in April and May because we had just an, an outpouring of blessing. And that's going to lead into something else. But I uh, want to thank Craig again, Craig's Carpet, for uh, the 40 bucks. And if you're in Arlington. We love you, Craig. We love you, Craig. And uh, we're praying for you and your family. And thanks for the question. Thanks for reaching out. I want to thank uh, Kayla Johnson. Uh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Kayla Nelson. She gave $80. Um, and then Jill gave her monthly 20 Thank you, Jill. J.D. Marshall weighs in with a $100 bill. Thank you, Trucker Thank you. J.D. JD. He's going to be on the show here uh, pretty soon, as soon as he, he comes back into town. want to thank uh, Alexander Johnson for a $100 bill. We greatly appreciate that. And then, uh, of course, Stacy Cato Young uh, with the 2K uh -huh. gift there. And uh, Christopher Sadat with uh, $200. And then we had another anonymous with a couple of K. Yep. So, and the reason I wanted to thank everybody is sometimes we, we tend to overshadow you, but the money is, you know, we don't ask for money. It's not our thing. And uh, we've always been that way, but it does take money to grow. But certain things come our way as a ministry, and we were able to bless, bless. Excuse me. Bless a couple of individuals that are very near and dear to the GSR family. And without this money, it, that wouldn't have been possible. And the uh, couple of the individuals are going through major health trauma crisis. And uh, um, one is hasn't been able to work in like two and a half weeks, you know, taking care of his wife and whatnot. So we as a ministry were able to bless them today. And it, it, it was... Uh, I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate our five years than to bless it, somebody else because it's been it our perfect. whole agenda the whole time, right? And uh, that's why we exist, you know. And I just want to thank everybody that listens, everybody that sends the money because um, it was an honor to to give that money 
uh, for GSR today. So, okay, moving on. We got some new YouTube subscribers. We've got Javi Gordo, uh, Gregory Reese, Christian Johnson, Beverly Rodriguez, and Bruno Camillero. We we have 30 subscribers now. All right. Thank you for the, about that. all you are listening and watching, actually washing our faces for radio on YouTube. You bet. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, and thank you. So we're going to introduce who we've got sure in the we studio? Are. Sure. Let's, let's do it. All right. We uh, have uh, John Durham. We who, have John Durham, who was early on early in our, on. one of our uh, sessions. I think he was on a couple different times. Um Early, early when we first started, I think it's like number six, and there was some after that. Uh, and then we have uh, the Rev, who uh, Gary Scott, Gary Rev. Scott, who uh, has been on a little bit more later than uh, you know, recently. And then we have uh, Ray Flannery, who uh, probably is going to be in here in the next few weeks to give his. Awesome. <laughs> I think Ray was one of the one of the first, if not uh, the first, to listen to every session that we had. Everyone, wow! In a matter of a couple months, going yeah. back and forth to work. I mean, we had to. <laughs> when are you guys going to post some more? I'm about done. I'm like, this is awesome. I love this pressure. Good positive pushy. pressure. I can get a little pushy sometimes. <laughs> Man, I'm just. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming out tonight. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, JD over here, he knows how I feel about him. Man, he was my. Uh, father in christ and when he didn't even know it man when i was going through a rough time and and uh he would stand up there before us and at real men and celebrate recovery and where else i could go see him and he just ministered to me man uh, i tell you um i know he won't take credit but i owe him a uh, a debt of gratitude because uh for for men that will will stay strong in their belief and not waver and stand before other men and say, look, this is wrong. This is right. You need to be men. You've got to stand up for what you believe. I tell you, man, save my life. Thank you, JD. Oh, so my pleasure, that- brother. No problem. <laughs> my blessing, to be honest with you. My blessing. Anytime you have an opportunity to share the gospel with other men and, uh, you know, give them an opportunity to draw closer to Christ and have a better understanding of who he is and, and uh, whose we are rather than who we think we are. It uh, changes the, the dynamics of things very quickly. And so I'm just very proud of you guys because I can remember when you guys first started getting this thing going. Mm-hmm. Just to see how far it's taken off. I was telling Fritz and uh, Mike as we came in, I couldn't believe, you know, just the studio and everything that you guys have. It's just it's awesome. God is definitely moving in you guys, and you guys are touching a lot of lives. And so... An honor to be here with you guys. You, I appreciate it. You heard that lady from uh, Philippines. Yeah. That's just some of the stuff we've been getting. Yeah. And, you know, that's part of it. And everything that we do when we honor the Lord and we honor Christ, he honors us. And so you put in the work, you know. So, it's you know, it's, it's just a blessing to be here. I got to give uh, John some props as well because he was part of my growth also. All right. Yeah. So uh, I was... I was in his group at the beginning, so he's watched me from the beginning to where I am now. So it's a lot of credit to him, well, to God, through him, to me, right, to uh, get me where I am today. Yeah. Amen to that. 
Hey, and then we, to the right side of me, I got the the Rev Gary Scott. <laughs> but also with John, rev. but also with John, the last three years of being with the real men, watching me grow, and what, even though I was in Christ, but more reaching out to other men and having the honor to speak just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was amazing when you came in and shared your testimony. Yep. One of the things that you find, though, and in, in just in men's ministry especially, is that when men are vested, you know, when you give your, and that's what's so awesome about your ministry, because when people give a part of their life or they're vested, they become vested in what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not your ministry anymore. It's their ministry. And so when you come in here and you share who you are and what, what God's done in your life, it just it, it, it just kind of puts things together and, and, and people look at it from a total different perspective, you know? We had one listener call it a movement, and I loved that word because that's what God does. He moves in our lives, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. And that's what I feel like everybody who listens and participates and joins in and encourages us or shares their testimony, they're all a part of this. They're all a part of spreading the gospel. They're all a part of spreading encouragement. They're all iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the GSR family. Yeah, and the thing that it gives that is hope. You know, when when people get up and they share their life story, it tells the person that's sitting there listening to it, or maybe they're there on a Monday night or whatever it may be. It gives them the hope to say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I can share my story." You know, this is an everyday average person. You know that you know they're not any different than I am. You know, they uh, they don't love Jesus any more than I do, you know, and so it gives them that hope and that strength to say, you know what, maybe it's me next week, you know, or maybe it's the week, me the week after, you know, uh, and watching, I've personally been able to see so many different men step up. And uh, Mike, I remember when you gave your testimony, right? Mm-hmm. I, being with Ray for how many years ago was that? Uh, about six years now. Six years now. I mean, you look at these guys that come in, they sit in a group and you look over to your left and now he's leading the group right you know and it's just you know the rev coming in and sharing his life story and wow god's moving him and i can't tell you how many guys walk up and go oh man that guy had a story man yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's done this i mean you know we get in this thing where you think well my life's so bad or i i or my life's not not as exciting or my you know but god says no 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 you're wrong you your life's important right and it's you never know even if it only touches one person you know that impact that it has in that one life is a, is a changer. It's a game changer. Right. We've had people come in here, guests come in and say that uh, their story wasn't anything. We have no story. Why did you want us? But there's people out there going through the exact same thing that they are and needed to hear what they had to say. And I can attest to that it's not always your entire story that impacts somebody. It could be one little piece. Absolutely. Because there's so yeah. many guys out yeah. there that I've taken a little tiny piece of their stories yep. and it's impacted my life and it's changed the way I think and the way I do things with my with me and my family. Mm-hmm. It's like Fritz. I mean, he's talking and I appreciate everything you said. I love you too, brother. But you've inspired me just as much as, I, as I've inspired you. I mean, because I remember when you were in it and, you know, your faith and your perseverance and all the things that you went through and to stay steadfast and to stay faithful, that encourages all of us, you know, it, it mm-hmm. gives us all that, you know what, he's holding on, he's going through this, I can hold on, you know, right. 
God's in it for him. He's going to be in it for me. And so that's the beauty of it. You know, like, like you said, it's a movement because it's constantly moving and it's changing and it's going from this person to that person to the next person. And it's just, it's beautiful, really. Mm-hmm. It's it, God's painting a beautiful picture. With so many different people. You right. Know? Amen to that. It ain't so much the, the men. It's also the youth. Ray can vouch for this. There was this kid, probably, what, what 12, 13 years old? Who was trying to do some karate moves on me okay <laughs> and uh i said listen we can go about this one or two ways i can grab you by your ankles and dump you in a garbage can and he says you know what i like you after that he changed he says how did god change you i said first you got to come to him and ask him to forgive you for everything that you had done and he says is that how you're changed and after that, the kid wasn't doing too much of anything anymore, but he was coming up to me, hit me in the, you know, kicked me in the leg, hit me in the, you know, and everybody says, well, why can he do that? I said, that's just his way of horsing around with me to talk to him because he didn't know how to interact with other people. Right. And this is a kid who has uh, like a hype, hyper... Um, tension or ADHD yeah that's it right correct yeah. and he says when I grow up I want to be just like you I said no, no you don't <laughs> he obviously didn't hear your testimony a couple yeah. weeks back <laughs> <laughs> but that's to be said about all of us that's oh yeah yeah, well, you got kid. that right, John. That's for sure. <laughs> that kid's first step was overcoming his fear. But Ray said, I have never seen anybody do what you do the way you do it. And then when he didn't see me for a while, he kept coming up to Ray. Hey, where's that big guy with the tattoos? Where's the big guy with the tattoos? He'll be here. He'll be here. And then when Ray told me, I came back and talked with him, and I guess he's still doing good. Yeah, we hardly hear from him at all now. <laughs> right in row. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. You look at kids, right? But it's it's really truly the same for all of us. The, the question we have is 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 Dad, do you see me? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, we we have that mm-hmm. God, can you see me? And and you know, with, with the youth especially, you know, they have that question. You know, when you give that time and that commitment. <laughs> And that attention to a young person, it, it, it tells them that you're relevant, you matter, that you, I can see you, you know. I remember when my kids were young, uh, and some of you guys that have children can test this, they would be doing something, and then they would look over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, like is, is he watching me? Can he see me? And I used to say, yeah, I, can, I see you. I see you. And sometimes, and I see this in, in, in grown men. Mm-hmm. On Monday night, I, I, I've got, had guys that have come in and sat down at the table with me, and you look in their eyes, and you can you can see that they're asking that, that without even saying it. Do you see me? You know, because sometimes we get lost in this world that we live in, and we feel like we don't matter, or we don't exist, or people don't don't acknowledge our existence. Um, those, those are males without validation, right? And you see it. It starts, and you make a very valid point. It starts in their youth, mm-hmm. and it can it doesn't change when they become all. men. It just it gets worse, right? You know. You know, like when I show up on Wednesday nights, when I had the motorcycles, the different bikes, the kid would see me come up on different bikes and he'd tell his friend, 
And, uh, hey, can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? And I was like, yeah, go ahead and sit on it. You know, yeah. they would sit on the bike, take a picture. Man, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> I said, no, God owns them. We just get to ride them. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Gotta love that, man. Talk about a lease option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's leased from the father. <laughs> man. You're getting your preach on over there, JD. You just, I, I'm trying not to talk to him. Just a, go on with your... Shut me down because I, I got one of these problems. I don't know how to shut up every once in a while, but uh, yeah. Just go on with I your got bad right self. You're, supposed to, you're not doing a very good job, right? I know. I'll, I'll, I'll get better. Hold on. <laughs> We'd like to welcome Sarah Flannery to the to the chat room. Hey, baby. <laughs> that, that is actually that, my wife. That was your. That, that was Ray. That, just that was that your husband. Let's <laughs> right. disclaimer. Is that was that the what is it? James White voice. <laughs> Hey, baby. Yeah, it was good. That you ain't fooling nobody. Get that low. <laughs> <laughs> that was very white. I mean, very white. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like that one. That was good. Yeah. That, yeah. For sure. <laughs> ah, man, the chat's flying all over the place, man. We got prayer requests and stuff going on. This is awesome. This is just awesome. But what's going on in my life right now? Um, joining the heaven saints motorcycle ministry even though it's a motorcycle ministry they do a lot of outreach a lot of runs but it's going out and telling people about the lord jesus christ and um being with them opens up a whole nother door of going to like uh, quaker state and lube in uh pinellas county uh on wednesday nights there Wawa down in Lakeland on Tuesday nights. Thursday night, I got it going on up here in uh, 27. Just having a little outreach and telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ. You're a go-getter, brother. Oh, he is. I'll tell you right now. That's why they call him the Rev. Mm -hmm. I call him the Rev for a couple of different reasons. You know, one, he's ordained, but two, because of the motorcycle. I was going to say, he revs that mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've definitely got a special place in my heart for you because i just you know i don't think i could ever thank you enough for just the support that you give fritz and i um we really appreciate it you know it, it's just always nice to know you've got somebody in your corner it just really is well whoever calls me and says hey i need you to do this or do that if i could do it like when i got the phone call today about this i said i'll be there he said really i said yes i'll be there <laughs> I wanted to give a little more information on how I got started with listening to GSR. Absolutely. Um, I had a job that I was driving an hour and 45 minutes each way to work. So on my mornings, I'm leaving at four o'clock in the morning heading that way. And for the first couple of weeks, I was praying the whole time, you know, just spending time with God. And then I started finding it harder and harder to engage in my prayers. You know, I was like, just mind going all over the mm -hmm. place. So I was... Uh, I, I talk with Mikey, I see him Mondays, I see him Wednesdays, I see him Saturdays, I see Mikey all the time. So as I'm driving one day and I'm praying, I'm like, man, my mind's just going nuts. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I got to find something to do. And I look down and I got God Stories Radio business card sitting in my center console. <laughs> I'm like, that's it? So from that point is when I started listening on the way there and on the way back. I could get, you know, one and a half, two on the way there, one and a half, two on the way back. So yeah, within like four months, I got them all, and I, I was, I'd warn Mikey, I'd be like, Mikey, all right, man, I'm to here, 
I can't get one through 19. You know, you got to get that on there for me. I'm like, because I'm almost up to 138. And uh-huh. then I need to go back and, and start over there, you know. So you guys are truly a testament, you know, all the time because it's there forever. Right. You know, and at any point in time, anybody can grab it and, and just pick from it and just get what they need. And you listened to every one of them from beginning to end. And um, what do you have to say? Wow. Really? Yeah. It was um, every single that. one of them. Yeah, every single one of them, I'd pick something up. Right. You know, there wasn't one like, oh, okay, no. No, every single one of them had something good to offer. So I'd always pick up a little bit of something, you know, from every single one of them. Sometimes I would be in a place like, oh, man, this, that. And then I'd listen to them and be like, oh, I got it good. I'm like, my worries are nothing. So, yeah, every single one of them, and, I, and even to today, you know, I'm I'm still caught up. Right. So I, I keep up, I keep up with it, and uh, it's perfect for me. You know, I love the podcast because I don't have to be somewhere at a very specific time and, and make things happen. I can pick it up anywhere I'm at. I'm driving, mowing the yard. I listen while I'm mowing the yard. Just plug them buds in, boom. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. It's huge for me. I, I really, really enjoy it. And then again, soon to be on Ray Flannery. That's right. A couple weeks. He keeps calling me out, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He is. Uh, you're committed whether you know it or not. My wife always said I should be committed. Oh. <laughs> no escaping. She's smart. on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Really? Really? And I'm thinking back, we did a little bit before, and when John was here that night, when we sat down with it, it was uh, you and I, and it was John and Joe and Ken. I mean, that was a night that, I mean, we couldn't stop laughing. It was a night to remember, and all I can... (laughs) I can't get I can't get Ken out of my mind. What I did? What I did? What I did? What I did? Yeah, oh sure. He uh, he loves that when you call him that. By the way, Shook. He's got this rough exterior, you know. He's he's got you know this tough outer shell, you know. And, mm-hmm. and you're, he's like a marshmallow, you know. He's he's a sweetheart. He, don't tell him that. He, sorry, Shook. <laughs> my bad. Everybody knows now, but he he. He's, he's, got, he's got a great heart. Yeah. I think you just told him. Yeah. So Maybe I should play an excerpt. You got them union workers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you got one job. One job, Kenny. You got one job. <laughs> you're not doing a good job at your job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Too many breaks, kid. Fragile with me, Peter, you know what I'm saying? You're falling apart over here, kid. Across my pebble. Why'd you take your eyes off me, Peter? I told you, when you stepped out of the boat, look at me. That's your problem. You don't listen. Now you're drowning, and I got to save you. I don't want to hear, Lord, Lord, you know. Save me. And the rest of you guys over there sleeping in the boat, you know what I'm saying? Wake up. on the job. That's just it. You're right, dude. You're right there, Joey. They were sleeping on the job. They got caught by Jesus, who, by all rights, by all rights, is like the superintendent. You know, it's like he walks in. These guys are sleeping on the job. He's like, hey, you can't stay awake for an hour. They got one job, to pray for Jesus. One job. Southies in the Bible. I'm sorry, guys. I just, we, we had, I had to, do, to do it. That's right. And that's some of what the night we had when uh, John and the boys were on. <laughs> did it? Did anybody pick up on what Burke said in the background? 
Trust and Obey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his uh, Kentucky's <laughs> Kentucky. What's that called? The twang in the background. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we went from Jersey to Kentucky. Yeah, like that. it Man, just goes to show it. that God can bring all peoples together. You know, uh-huh. what I mean? you got a Yankee, and you got a. <laughs> I don't even know what they call people from Kentucky. Are they rednecks or what are they? I I don't know. Hillbillies. Whis- whiskey so connoisseurs, <laughs> yeah, hillbillies. Yes, I, guess. So, I think I that's know. what it is. It just goes to show that uh, God has a sense of humor. They're all children of God's eyes. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. I'm glad that we can that we serve a God that values a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given it to us. Well, you know, that's what I was thinking when I was listening to that, because obviously I wasn't a part of all that when it happened. Probably a good thing, too, because my eyes probably would have been as big as saucers going, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, um, you know, that ministers to somebody, you know, when they can laugh and feel relaxed and they can engage and say, hey, it doesn't always have to be serious. It doesn't always have to be, you know, tears filled in your eyes. It can be something that touches you just, you know, on a humorous level as well. Just because somebody put it in words that you could just finally connect with, you know. So everybody's got a gift and everybody has a way of helping people to connect with them. And so no matter who you are, you know, you have a story to tell. So come tell it. Amen to that. All right. There goes a picture. Ray's again. wife said she was rolling on the ground laughing and <laughs> snotting. And I think she well, you think about she it, Jesus a had a sense of humor, humor right? Or something. He did. I mean, Jesus yeah. had a great sense of humor. After he, he died and he rose from the, from the grave, <laughs> the Bible talks about him. Two people traveling two on the guys, road. Who are you guys looking he for? He wants to. What are you looking for? What are you so down about? You haven't heard? Jesus Nather is dead. Oh, really? And then right before he leaves, he allows them to know who he is. You know, like, bang, there you go. You know, and so it's like he's got this sense of humor he about does. it, too. So it's like God has to have a sense of humor. He made us. Right. Bingo. I mean, come on. Bingo. <laughs> got that right. Yeah. He also made a platypus. Oh, he did, too. That's You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely creative. <laughs> he made a platypus a just because he can't. You know, God says, this, "I'm God. I'm going to make one of these." <laughs> yeah, let there be let there be platypus. Yeah, let there be a platypus. Oh yeah, I think that's platypi, right? Yeah, platypi. Yeah. Another book in the Bible. Or? First platypi, chapter six. And then the beat came down. Yeah. <laughs> You can try to put God in a box, and there's the yeah, platypus. You're dang right. <laughs> don't, put, don't put God in the box. Nope. <laughs> he doesn't fit. <laughs> no. That's like trying to put the Rev in a box. He ain't going. <laughs> Nevertheless, he don't fit. No, he ain't going. That better be a big box. He ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky I like you. <laughs> he is within an arm's reach. Yeah, yes, he is. he is. And he can take you by your ankles and stuff you in a trash can. He's going to get yeah. over Mike first. So I'll be, uh, Too many witnesses. He would have to lift me pretty high to do that. Yes, he would. So, just, uh, you know, one thing I did want to say real quick, and I, I don't want to bypass Mike because Mike's been an, a, a huge inspiration uh, for me, particularly. I mean, just to know his background, his story, and everything, and where he's come from, and just how God has just used you. I mean, we we've been on a journey together for a long time, brother. And you know, Monday night, you look over, he's leading a group. He's leading a group of men at the table, and he's sharing the gospel, and he's helping men get closer to Jesus. So, I mean, he uses whatever platform he can get. And I know 
if there's ever anybody that I could just kind of sit back and go, hey, who's a guy that is just kind of sat back and been patient with the Lord? It's Mike. <laughs> now, he may not always, you know, act like he's patient with the Lord, uh -huh. but he's been patient with the Lord, and, and he always asks God what God's plan is and in in what's going on. And so that's that's been kind of inspiring for me. And so just to see kind of where you started from and kind of where you've where you're at now and, and just to think 160 was 100 it's 160 tonight. 160 wow i mean the two of you guys got together and now you got tina now and then I mean, it's amazing i mean god just takes something that was so small and in all these different countries you guys are talking about and people you touch in youtube and i remember when it was just a dream you know you guys were yeah. talking about it and and look what god's done you know because you've been faithful you know. I can remember when Mike and I first sat down at Denny's and we talked about it. And then I said, why don't you just come over? I'll set up the microphones and, and we won't do anything. We'll just talk to each other in the microphone. And uh, so Mike agrees and he comes over and I set up those microphones and I never saw a man sweat <laughs> like he did. And he couldn't get out three words. And it was just it you was and me. hyperventilating. And I'm like, I'm not Recording, nobody's listening. We're just talking like we are now, and there's a microphone in front of you. But don't you know that very first episode that we did? I don't know what's it, 15, 18 minutes long. Uh, we we before we started, we thought it was going to go about five minutes. Yeah, and when we finished, it was almost twenty minutes. And we looked yep. at ourselves, each other, yeah. and our, with our mouths open, where did that come from? Right. And it's been it's been no looking back, you know. Uh, and and this guy has grown like you wouldn't believe i mean i come from a radio background so it's pretty easy for me a lot of things and i take for granted sometimes what what mike uh has to overcome to do that and i just have to brag on him uh, the lord has done an amazing work um in regards to the, the ministry and and he's he's always on time with the scripture like he knows it forwards and backwards inside and out you know, oh yeah, he's our scripture reference, uh, really living is. scripture reference manual. <clears throat> Every time you know he gets straight to the verse, or he can repeat what verse and uh, chapter it is, it, it amazes me. It never ceases to amaze me. Well, it's funny because a lot of the guys when I first met you, one of the things they said about Mike was that guy's got a great radio voice. <laughs> That's one of the first things that anybody ever said. Hey, that guy, you know, Mike. I said, yeah, I know Mike. Guy's got like a great radio voice, and the next thing you know, he's hanging out with this guy, and <laughs> it's all over about the shouting, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, the night that I met Mike, and I don't even know if you know this, but uh, Mike was um, watching the door at a celebrate recovery upstairs in the in the loft, and my brother-in-law uh, brought me to the church and uh, dropped me off, and I, I didn't even know why I was there. I was I was hurting so badly. I had tears in my eyes, and man, I was ready. I was I was ready. I had contemplated it. I had figured it all out. You were tired. I was tired, and I knew that Aubrey would be with my brother-in-law, my sister, and she would be taken care of, and nobody would miss me. Nobody would be none the wiser. And I had You're wrong about that now, brother. I can tell you that much. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> I used to make fun of people, and I used to say, "I don't know how could you be so selfish." You know, or, or even to contemplate suicide when you have a family or and stuff like this. But you know what? I can't say those words anymore because I did. I contemplated mm -hmm. it. I reasoned it out. I planned it out. So I meet this guy. I walk in. And, and what's funny is he never greets at the door. He was asked 
to greet that night because mm-hmm. whoever normally does it didn't show up. Kowinky dink. So I walk in with tears pouring down my my face, and Mike greets me and you know, hey brother, how you doing? You know, and I'm not so I'm not so good, and he's never left my side. You mentioned yeah. the word tired. Yeah, I know exactly because I was. There I did as well. say that I'm I'm tired. Right, and, and your I know eyes what that got meant. big as half dollars. Mm-hmm. He's never left my side, and the Lord put us together, and we oh, haven't yeah. looked back. Absolutely. It's been five years. And he was one of the groomsmen at our wedding, too. He was yes, right he by was. your side then, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know Ray's been trying to get in. We were we had a little conversation last night, and I think that's what he was waiting for. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, come, what I was waiting come for. Come on, Ray. Yeah, we were um, in the parking lot. Like John was just mentioning how Mikey, you know, doesn't matter the platform that he has. Well, last night's platform was the parking lot outside of the church. And we were talking about how his constant listening and obeying is such a testament to me because I don't have that patience. You know, constantly getting, wait, wait, be still, wait. I've messed that one up so many times. I I couldn't even count it, you know. So he's a constant reminder to me. He makes me wait a little longer now. I can wait a little longer now after watching Mikey, <laughs> but I still mess it up. You know, I still constantly, okay, I've waited long enough. I'm going this way. Mm-hmm. Wham, that's it. Nope. Okay. You're right. My, my bad. Well, like I said to that, I says, I know others, and I've watched over the years that, you know, you try to take it into your own hands. And I don't want to go down that road, so I am going to wait. Yeah, that road doesn't work. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, if we could pause just for a second. I had a pretty serious prayer request come in. Um, this young lady's dad is in hospice, and is uh, there's a lot of different a lot of things going on, I guess. There's cancer in his prostate and, and whatnot, and uh, I just want to just feel inclined to stop and pray for just a second. Let's hold hands and pray for him. Take it away, J.D. Do we know the father's name or anything? Uh, they don't say, no. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord. We're just so grateful for this time you've given us to come around as this body of believers. Uh, Lord, we know that you know exactly what's going on because you're the divine creator of all things. Uh, you're, you're the father of all things. And when you look down upon this situation, I know that you love your children. And I know that your your presence is evident in this situation. I just pray for the family to have strength and courage right now, to lean on you, to trust you, to seek you through this, to give the courage and the uh, strength to the father that's going through this, who's fighting for his life or, or, or at the place in his life where he he just doesn't know where he's which way it's going to go. But I just pray that most of all that he has a relationship with you, yes. that he would reach out to you, that he would call out to you, Lord, that he would lean on you. and and just find his his comfort in you. And I just pray for this young lady. And I, I want to thank you, Lord, for her courage, the, the courage to just to ask for prayer, yes. to ask for help. So Amen. often we, we just, we don't do that, Lord. We just try to take yes. it on our own. We yes. put ourselves on an island. And, and your word tells us that we're two or more gather. Your, your presence is sure there. And I know that you're there right now. And I know that, Lord, as we say so often on Monday night, I, I know that you're going to show up and show off because that's what you do. I just pray for the... Just for some peace during this time, because I know that there's a lot of restlessness that goes on with health and fear. Just calm those nerves and those fears, Father, and just bring comfort and strength. I thank and praise you for all that you are. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
Uh, keep us posted on that if, if, if you don't mind. Uh, let us know. You know what I love about that, uh, Fritz? That is like one of the number one things that I see in men's ministry that men struggle with so much is to ask for prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sometimes I think some guys feel like that's that's a weakness. Like, oh, I don't want anybody to know my problems. I don't want anybody to think I'm weak. You know? And there's such strength in that. You know, for that young lady to put it out there and say, right. hey, I don't have control of this. I know God does. Will you pray for me? Will you pray for my family? Um, it just it encourages me. I know because I know sometimes I think as a husband or as a father, just as a man in general, you, you just you think you've got it all figured out or you got things in control. And in some of the strongest times of your life is when you realize you're not in control. God's in control and He's got this, mm-hmm. and so that's encouraging. It's, it's really encouraging to be able to to be a part of that. I'm just. Um, yeah, the gentleman's name is Lester. Lester, okay, great. Well, we're praying for you, Lester. And uh, Sarah Flannery was praying as well. She said, "Amen." That's what's great about the chat because everybody can see it, and the, the the two of them are kind of talking back and forth, and cool. that just blesses me. Yeah, I can tell you right now, my wife is always at the beginning of our relationship. She was raised in the church, me not so much. So when we first started. I couldn't basically carry on a biblical conversation with my wife. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was like, uh, okay, you know, and then run over back and like, la, 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 la. okay, that's what she was talking about. So now over these years with, you know, working with John or being in John's group and so on and so forth, God stories, radio, all these people, you know, as soon as I hear scripture now, it's like, boom, got it. Boom, got it. Boom, got it. And I can carry on a conversation with my wife about, you know, mm-hmm. scripture. So it's been a long road coming and, really everybody here in this room has been a part of my journey so it's really cool to be here at five years with all these guys i'm like when mike told me he's like hey can you make it out and i'm like uh hang on we're not working right yeah okay all right yeah i'll be there <laughs> yeah. you were supposed to be here brother it wasn't That's a coincidence sure. and i remember sure. that no conversation years ago with ray being in our group and that was one of the things that he had said is is that you know i just I got nothing. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And, you know, and and so many guys are there, you know, because I'll be honest with you. The ladies, a lot of ladies do a great job, man. They you look at the church and you look at how active they are and how, mm-hmm. you know, how involved they are, how, whether it's serving or, you know, meeting. And they just do a really good job of that. And, and guys, sometimes we just want to go along with the flow. We show up. We're just trying to make mama happy or whatever. And, you know, it was really it really touched me because Ray was so transparent. He said, look, I just want to be able to have a, a biblical conversation with my wife. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to talk about the gospel and right. not feel stupid. You right. know what I mean? And it's just to see, to see that one of the, my favorite stories, and I've used this with, for, with Ray and I've used this on Monday night so many times. It's one of the things we've talked about so many times is, is, is spiritual warfare and how it affects us, you know, and uh, you know, how we can identify when the enemy is, attacking us or attacking our marriage or our relationship and ray had shared a story with me and i, and I always thought hey you don't mind if i tell the guys this do you i think it's still years later and i still ask him <laughs> i think i've shared it about 15 times but he told a story about after we had talked about this in depth in our group that he got out of the car one day he goes to the front door of his house and by the look on his wife's face he knows he's walking into it she's had a, i mean she's had a bad day the kids are going crazy he's like She's pulling her hair out, and he said to himself, "I gotta. This is a time that I 
I need to fight for my wife instead mm-hmm. of fight with my wife. Right. And so he said, you know what? I took the girls, scooped them up, got them in there, got a bath, got them cleaned up, got a fed, whatever it may be. And, you know, he was like, my wife was dumbfounded, you know, <laughs> because that's not what we normally do. Correct. <laughs> we don't we don't normally do that, right? And so, but it, it be, being in that environment and us talking through the gospel and, and through scripture, it taught all of us that, you know, to be able to recognize those things. So when those moments come, and, and believe me, we're all guilty of it. We don't always do the right thing all the time. I'm uh-uh. sure you, you screwed it up. I've screwed it up a million times afterwards. But mm-hmm. but to be aware of that and say, you know what? I know what's going on here. I got an enemy that's coming after me, and he's trying to use my wife to do it, or he's going after my wife. Mm-hmm. And this is normally a time where I would snap at her or bark back at her. And this isn't the time. I need to be fighting for my wife instead of fighting against her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that was that was a huge turning point in my life. That I actually enjoyed being able to say that because I can look back and see the, the times that I got it right, you know. And there's a way more times that I didn't get it right. Well, but you're the so, only one, brother. Yeah, you're, you're a good company. Brother. Yeah. So when I did when I did get it right, it really stands out to me. Yeah. You know, I, I and remember. it's impacted my life. You know, I mean, it's 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 huge it had a huge impact on me. Right. Because I share that story every chance I get because it it, it it showed that, you know, we don't just have we're not just talking about this stuff. We're living it, you know, and it can manifest into our lives if we allow it to, you know, and to see that, you know, the conversation we had at a, at a round table with men trying to be better husbands, trying to be better fathers, trying to be better men for him to take that home with him and to be able to go fight for his right. wife. That's like, man, it's, that's that's where it's all what it's all about. Right. Instead of walking up the door, look, I had a hard day. Right. right. Leave me alone. You know, yeah. I got to go and <laughs> get, like, get the get a beer, get the, <laughs> yeah. get the I'm, clicker. I'm tired. Oh, yeah. Don't try that line in your wife, guys. Whoever's no. listening, don't try the I'm tired line. In your wife. Uh-uh. <laughs> Especially if you've got children. We don't know what tired is. <laughs> but, you know, looking back at everything, it's every man's battle. Yeah, we did a series on that. We all have a battle in what way or of another way, and it's every day's battle that we battle. Mm-hmm. As soon as your feet hit the floor, yep. Yep. absolutely, you better be ready. I always say, you know, people say, put on the arm of God daily. I no, no, you put it on, you don't ever take it off. You better be sleeping in it. You better sleep in that bad right. boy because he's coming and he's coming every day. Oh, he'll yep. come in your dreams. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's coming. You better be equipped and ready. You know, you better believe it. No, you better surround yourself with people like this, and the people in the, like this in this room, or the people that are you, you're having in your your groups, or that are going to help you on that journey. Because there are going to be times that you cannot fight on your own. You two, Fritz, perfect example tonight, and it really touched me. As a matter of fact, making me a hair on my arm stand up. But when you said you looked at Mike and said, "I'm tired," I mean, haven't we all been there? Yep, I know I've been tired, mm-hmm. and to know that you're so tired, you're so broken. And for somebody to come alongside you, just put their arm around you and say, you know what, brother, I know what it's like to be tired, too. And and I, and I want to pray for you. I want to fight for you. You know, but that's, that's how good God is, because that was code word to Mike. Right. You know, I, knew I, I could have said, hey, you know, I'm really having my life is rotten right now. I could have said anything, but I said, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And Mike's eyes got as big as half dollars. I knew because I was tired a couple of years before. Oh, that. I remember. Mm hmm. So, man, God is so good. It's all the little details. Right. Well, not only that, Mike's a big impact on a lot of people. Plus, he's a great mentor. And when you get to sit down and talk with him, 
He don't sugarcoat nothing. He just <laughs> flats out tell you the way it is. And we got to be like that with each other oh. as men. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, without the support group, we're toast. Well, uh, love is truth, right? And that, that's one thing you can, I can honestly say about every person sitting in here is this coming at you just like it is there there's no whipped cream there's no cherries there's no there's no you know sprinkles or any of that it's you know what you know you're wrong or that's wrong this is right what are you thinking you know there's all kinds of straight at you well that's like that time when you brought your nephew oh that's right yeah 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 to the shop shop. yeah Yeah. uh, you want to tell that or you want me go ahead all right yeah uh, I had my nephew with me, and um, I don't remember if it was it was during the week. So, like, I think they were doing a, a field trip or something, and, and he, he didn't want to go. So, uh, I had him, and I was like, you know, he was 13, 14 years old. 14. And uh, I was like, you know what? I want to show him that godly men are real men. You know, they're not, they're not God in church and then somebody else outside of church. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was like, we're going to go to Isaac's shop. <laughs> Because I knew the Rev was there. I knew Isaac would be there. And uh, so we go up there, and we're hanging out. And he was just dumbfounded by these guys, these godly men. I mean, rough, tough. You know, there's just, you know, no prettiness about them. They're they're real, real men. And carrying on God conversations in in an auto shop, in a mechanic shop. And then Isaac's like, hey, check this out. Goes out and gets in the Camaro fires it up does a couple you know burnouts Mm -hmm. 14 year old kids just like (laughs) you know (laughs) so when we left you know he he realized that real godly men are godly all over the place it's Mm -hmm. not just in church they're they're to be found outside of church well what was it he said to you he said the guy with the tattoos that what really got with me oh yeah (laughs) and i'll tell you one thing i mean this is a testament to ladies like uh tina i mean a lot of godly men are, are, are nothing without a godly woman. Absolutely. Amen. I mean, I can tell you right now, I mean, I've been married for 20 years and I wouldn't be half of what I am without my wife. And, you know, she's it's it's funny because there's nobody else that I would want to be in a trench with me but my wife, because I know that she would do anything for me, you know, and when you have a marriage and a relationship like that, mm-hmm. and that's what's cool about watching you two together and your ministry together, you guys are going to war together. You know, th- that's really what's going on here. I mean, you, you guys are picking up your, your your swords and your shields, and you're you're going to war together. And there's nothing more fierce than a woman fighting for her husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I can tell you, there have been times in my life where I've been like a little boy, like oh, I don't know, and my wife is. The one most powerful thing she ever does is she grabs me by the face. She'll grab me by the face and say, you can do this or you're okay. You know, and there's nothing more powerful than that. You know, when you've got a godly woman looking in the eye and she says, I want to pray for you. You got nothing to worry about. It's like, dang. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. she, she's swinging it. She's swinging hard. <laughs> okay, right. honey, you take the front from <laughs> I need some help here. But I mean, you know, we talk a lot. I know because I'm generally my focus is on men's ministry. But I can tell you that a man is never going to be a married man, I should say, or a man that's involved in a relationship with with a woman is never going to be successful in his walk if he doesn't have a godly woman to walk Amen alongside. Amen to that. Well, you know, not only that, Tina and Fritz on Sunday evenings, 
is head of the singles ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he first started taking it over, Fritz was about ready to walk out one night. <laughs> and uh, I seen I seen how he was getting, you know, agitated. And I looked at him. I said, hey, I got your back. I said, I'll help you whatever I need to do to help you. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that ever since. Yes, he has. And, uh, you know, being single and having the singles group, yeah. it helps a lot. But not only that, we meet afterwards. That's where we do our fellowship. Mm-hmm. And we cut up, and a lot of people say, "Well, you're, you know, a rev." I had to clean up somebody's mess a few back, a few weeks back. Yeah, and um, it went over very well. It could have been, but um, it worked out, and they welcomed us back with open arms. Well, you think about it. What a great example for singles than to have a strong married couple. You know, I mean, it's just you know, you talk about having your back. But when you reach down and you grab hold of the hand of the woman that loves you, there ain't nobody you want to have your back more than her. I mean, because, you, you know, most men, they'll fail you, but your wife, she'll fight. I mean, you look at a pride of lions, you see this fat, happy lion, he's sitting there laying around. Mama's the one that's out getting that yeah, food. Yes, she is. She's the one out protecting the pride, you know what I'm saying? Now, you know, you mess with mama and the rest of them, the, the lion bows up, you know? We got about five minutes in us, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> us older lions that are in our forties, we got less, maybe three or four minutes. But but you know, it's but women are fierce, man. I can tell you what, when my wife looks me in the eye and she has that that laser focus, there's it it's it's empowering, but it's almost scary sometimes because you see a fierceness in a woman that sometimes you don't see that in a man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be able to do this together is just you know, when you're talking about, you know, five years, you're talking about 160 episodes and the journey you guys have been together. You know, you and Fritz have been together for, for for five years and, you know, he, him and Tina married now and that's you guys have come together as a group. And it's just... It, it's a family. Empowering. It's a family, yeah. Right. It's, 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 it's empowering. So it's just... It's awesome. GSR has become a just one big extended family and like Absolutely. Jill said, it, it's a movement. It's a movement. But, you know, at this point, I want to give all the glory to Father. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. You know, there yeah. was there was a number of times you and I wanted to... Well, yeah, I wanted to quit. I'm just so glad didn't that I. we didn't quit on the same week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, and even when uh, we we didn't have a home to, to do this, you know, uh, there went it went for uh, probably a month or two before we yep. even got a temporary place. Yeah. And that uh, went on for a little bit and everything else. But, you know, even in that time, all right, it grew. You know, people, you know, mm-hmm. we might have lost something, but the, the countries were up to 91. Uh, it's just it's just amazing. And Father, he just keeps showing off, as John says, showing up and showing off. Yep. And... Um, he had our backs, you know, when yep. I was felt like, you know, you know, you and I, we both want, wanted this to be an out for where we are right now, uh-huh. earning right. an income. And actually on my way over here, I, I had a, a little conversation with father. And I says, father, I don't care. This is just what you want. Just a Thursday night for the rest of it. I'm good with it. I think it, I think he has to get us to that that place of humility before he can move us forward 
He has to get us okay see if with where we are. Yeah, see if, you know, we know where we are. Right, and then we can graduate to the next level. Right. Yeah, the one thing that I we, uh, Mike and I were just talking about this, too, is I remember at the beginning, you guys were constantly asking for, um, like, affirmation. Like, hey, guys, if you're out there and you like what you hear, you know, reach out to us, let us know, shoot us an email, mm-hmm. you know, you know the fill first us two, up. First two years, we got absolutely nothing. Right, and then... All of a sudden, you guys take the break. The emails start coming in. Mm-hmm. Then you guys start coming back, and now it's more and more and more emails. And there's more. Hey, guys, you're great. It's a movement. There's, I mean, there's just right. continuous affirmations of what you guys are doing. It's it's growing. It's right. being seen. It's being heard, which excites me to sit back and watch it. You know, to sit there and you know to listen to it all and hear it all come up. And I'm like, dude, this is so cool. I'm like, right. you know, you guys are killing it. You're doing this. You're doing that. But the biggest thing is is the message that you're putting out. Mm-hmm. There's so many podcasts or YouTube channels that put out nothing. Right. You know, it's it's just entertainment. There's no, there's nothing solid to it. There's no nothing substance. Correct. No, no yeah, substance. no substance whatsoever. And to see this growing with such substance, with such you know meat and potatoes behind it, you know, truth. It's it's well, just awesome to see. It gives you gives you hope right. for the future. Right. And it was all his idea right from the very beginning. It certainly wasn't for me. And um, um, and there was another thing, you know, people are pushing the button like they've never pushed the button before, um, you know, and Fritz and I were deadly against it. I didn't want to do it. You know, I just want to do it for him. And that's it. Well, you were like Moses, really. In the beginning, if you think about it, God said he wanted you to do this. And you're like, no, I don't speak. I don't, I don't speak well. I don't speak well. <laughs> yeah. That's not my thing. And yeah. he kept saying, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, you do. You'll be right. And he sent you Aaron, you know? Yeah. He said, I'll have, you know, that's what he's done. If you look at the progression of this. Absolutely. Fritz has been your Aaron through through those this because he does speak well. And it's what he does. And mm-hmm. he's, he's not afraid to get in there. And, and as you've matured and you've and you've gotten more confident through it and you've blossomed, it really reminds me of the story of Moses and Aaron, really. I mean. I can't claim the Aaron there. Uh, I'm going to have to pass that <laughs> torch to Mark Sinclair. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think it was Mark that was the catalyst. I think we had put two and two together and that we knew that we had potential but right. we just had to get started yeah and but I think that as was, he's saying aaron in the in the bible he was he spoke yeah, for moses. spokesman oh, yeah. for moses oh, yeah. yes. okay yeah you were the mouthpiece in the beginning you oh, still, yeah. I mean, well you know like you right. said i mean it came easy came easy for you because you this is your background that's right, right. whereas mike's you know he's been told he's got a my voice back, for radio my background was an introvert right and so he, <laughs> he was like no god's saying now this is what i want you to do and he's saying no you got the wrong guy and uh-huh. it's, it says no i got the right guy you know <laughs> I, I get the weight and be still part, but radio? Uh uh. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It reminds me of when, you know, we went through that season, if you guys remember, with, with Monday night. You know, we had it, it was huge at one time and mm-hmm. then it, 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 it dissipated, you know, for a while and, and guys were kind of all over the place. And going back to what you were saying about wanting to quit, I've been there so many times. And I can remember being up there. Oh, I can only imagine. One, oh, yeah. one particular Monday night, and I'm sitting there. You know, you get this lesson ready. You're ready, prepared to share. And I'm sitting there, and it's like nobody's showing up. And and I'm stewing in my own self pity, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, this, I, you know, God, this is just a total waste of my time. I mean, I don't, I'm gonna go through all this. Nobody's here. Nobody's showing up. I mean, why am I doing this? And I can remember it like it was just a God spoke to me and said. So I'm a waste of your time, huh? Ooh. And I was like. Just like, uh, just like Fritz and I. And I was like, uh, mm-hmm. he said, let's get an understanding. This is my time. 
Ooh. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I, I get Because at that point, I had to come to the realization, it ain't about me. It ain't nope. about my no, time. No, it's not. Nope. It's about right. him. It's about his time. And his, going back to the beginning, we talked about his sense of humor, right? Wouldn't you know that after he kind of got me my mind right, about six guys showed up. So now I got six guys in my group and we're having a lesson. And it is funny because God was like, yeah, this isn't your, let's get this straight. So you understand this. This ain't about you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love you and my son and all, but this ain't about you. This is about me. You better get that. And it was a very humbling experience. Let me yeah, tell you, you had 12 show up. <laughs> yes. Johnny and the 12. Johnny and the 12. i tell you what, I was there that night. I'm the kind of person, if I'm not early, I'm late. Right. And I remembered, you know, he, he wasn't hiding anything. You know, I'm sitting at the table and he's just like, he's going around. And he's like, oh, Man. I've seen Johnny Stew before. It, <laughs> but Oh, yeah. It, it ain't pretty. Yeah. But I tell you what, that right there, again, living it out. You know, he realized... It's not his time. It's God's time. Well, he smacked me and it hurt. Uh huh. <laughs> I took a I took a piece of that home. Not the black eye he got, but the lesson that he got. Right. Yeah. Was, I took a piece of that home with me. So. It's cool because you know, you look at the seasons. It's like it's the seasons of our life. You know, right. We go through these seasons and we think this thing is so great it can't get any better, and then all of a sudden it starts something starts happening. You're mm-hmm. like, well, what's going on? What? Why would God stop this? Why would God change this? And then. You know, it's like, but the question is, is are you going to withstand, are we going to uh, sustain, are you going to persevere, are you going to push through this, or are you going to quit? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes God allows us to go through those tough Absolutely. seasons to, to see, hey, are you are you battle ready? Are you going to see this thing through? Because if, if you're just in it for, you know, how you're going to look or how you're going to feel, you're going to be greatly disappointed. Right. Oh, yeah. it's it's a, it's a, you know I mean? you're gonna be disappointed in your Christian walk across the board. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Going to it with that it, kind of attitude. It, it, it's yeah. not just that he allowed it; he appointed it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He'll, he'll, you know, I always tell people, he he will humble you sometimes. He will put you down and forget about your knees or put you on your belly. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. Well, I remember is the one he loves. I remember when I was getting ready to do my testimony. I forgot how it all started for me to do it, and I remember it was Dr. You were there. Uh-huh. You come up. You said, "Hey, I'm looking forward. You're not backing out." Yeah. You said you're going to do it Monday. I said, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> he says, "Because I'm looking forward." He says, "Don't back out on me." He says, "I'm I'm counting on you." Yeah. I said, "I'll be there." Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's not even about me. It's about the other men in men, the room, right? But They're you know, that yeah. night when I did that, there was a few men. JW, big JW, mm-hmm. um, had to leave. But he got to me after the fact, and uh, he's been going to the men's breakfast on Saturday, uh, coming to the men's group, mm-hmm. uh, getting really in touch with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what it's about. It's each one of us reaching somebody to tell them that God loves them, no matter what we came from, mm-hmm. because God is moving and grooving. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's moving and grooving and showing us we just have to show up. And that's what Fritz and Mike say all the time. If we can reach just one person, that's all that matters. Just one testimony, yeah. one person. That's why getting those little always- notes just make it for me, like from Clarice. Yep. You know, you get those little notes and you just, yeah, I don't know. That's what we used to say early on when nobody was writing us. Please give us encouragement so we can continue. Because we were. We were, that was a season where I don't know how many times you wanted to, but. 
And God did that to me so many times too. When I was wanting to, I was asking him, maybe this is over. Maybe I need to leave it alone. Maybe I need to just need to quit. He would always send somebody that would say, "Hey, man, I just really appreciate what you're doing." Mm-hmm. Or, Man, you don't know how much this means to me, how much this has helped my marriage, or how much this has made me want to be a better father. And it's like, okay, wait a second here. Uh-huh. God's like, you know, you think it doesn't matter, but it does. Right. And it's not about, and I've been down that road where you you get where you think it's, okay, how many people can you put in here? You know, am I, there's only, only, only 20 people here, or there's only 100, or there's only... It's, it's not the, about the number. That's right. It's not. It's, it's a, not. It's not about. It's about. It's about the message and who's going to receive it. Right. Yeah. Because the night I wanted to off myself, there was probably maybe fifteen people in that room. You know, ten, mm-hmm. fifteen people, and uh, Johnny Blankenship on acoustic guitar. I'll never forget it. Uh huh. And we're still friends today. Mm-hmm. And that's where you guys come in. The GSR thing is like I'm sure my wife can attest to me coming home. And talking about, you know, oh, I just listened to this Dude. testimony. You know, I just listened to that testimony. And then I heard a testimony that reminded me of one of my friends. And I knew he was driving to Georgia. So I'm like, I called him up. I texted him. Well, I called him because you can't text and drive. Yeah. So I called him. And I told you him, I said, him. So you're okay. <laughs> I told him, I said, hey, GodStoriesRadio.com. Um, go to the podcast. Go to this episode. I said, it's for you. And. Not only did he listen to that episode, but the next one, and the next one, and the next one, all the way there, and on the way home, the next one, wow. the next one, the next one. Yeah. So it's it's if I can, when I hear one that that strikes a chord with me, it's you know to my wife, hey honey, check this out, or to my friend, hey this is you know you got to hear this, right? You know so on and so forth. So and like I said, it's always there. So in two three years, you know, as you keep doing this, I'll be able to go. Oh, hey, this one's for you. Go check this out, GodStoriesRadio.com. Right. You know, here it is. Check it out. It's all for you. And I, I, I kind of, I kind of get excited about that. Yeah. John knows me when I get excited. Oh, yeah. I kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, he's always he's always been like that. Even with uh, it's, the big thing with Ray when I first met him was like inspirational quotes. You know, like he, we would be in the group and he'd say, "Hey, uh, I, I read this thing. You guys check it out." And then he would pull it up a, a inspirational quote. So. But that was kind of his thing. So I can see how that's manifested into because it's what he believes in. And that's the type of guy that he is. And so he believes in what you guys are doing. So it's real easy for him to say, hey, it's like saying, hey, check out this quote. Check out this this podcast. Right. It's going to help you. Yeah. It's so cool to think that there'll be one day a network of people out there like Ray that are going, hey, listen to session 112. That's for you. You know, listen to session 101. That's for you. Right. You know, and passing those along, that's what it's all about. You know, it's all about building that community of encouragement. And listeners. Yep. You bet. Throughout 91 countries that we know of. That we know of. And think about all the people that have attributed to that. It's not, that's what the the awesome thing is about your ministry is that it's not about you two guys. It's also about, or, or Tina, it's about. All these people that have come on here and shared their story, their mm-hmm. life, 160 episode, 160 people or, or multiple, probably more than that because you've had more than one people. I know when we were here, it was four of us, but 200, 250 people have come through this door and shared their life yeah. that have impacted right. other people. That I there mean, in that's itself awesome. is humbling, very, Absolutely. very humbling. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. It's changed lives. How God has changed us from what we used to be 
until we are today. Mm -hmm. All for his glory. For all his glory. That's why he's working through us to be able to do this, to reach others that some people may not be able to reach. Well, and there's always, you know, one of my prayers all the way on the way here every every time is, you know, that those someone's out there that need to hear what needs is going to be said tonight to either help someone who is tired or going through this or that. And they hear those encouraging words and then it changes their direction. And, you know, the other thing, too, this that was one of the things that I experienced when. On Monday night, because we've had a lot of guys come in and share their testimonies. It's one of the things you hear a lot of people think, "Well, I don't have an exciting testimony." And I mean, like, I didn't mm -hmm. wasn't involved in drugs. I didn't, you know, wasn't into, you know, violence or girls or whatever it may be. And then they think, "Well, I got, I have nothing to offer." And I, I can remember one night, this this one guy, he got up and he, he was before he got up, he was telling me, "Well, you know, I didn't, I don't have a life like this." He grew up in the church, and you know, he was, you know, he was always been around the church. But because he was able to get up and share about how that impacted him in his life, as far as being a Christian his entire life, right. and, and the struggles that he had as a Christian, or the imperfections that went on in the home, or or the questions he had in his walk, or the the the, the times he lost his faith, or he was kind of in a position where maybe he didn't quite believe, or whatever. There's so many people that are sitting out there that are sitting in pews or chairs at a church. That are going through that same exact scenario mm -hmm. in their own life, and we think, well, if, if it's if it's not exciting, if I wasn't a drug user or, or a, uh, you know a sexual deviant or whatever or a big time sinner, then I can't reach people. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, every story has an impact and it has an audience. Yes, it does. And uh, every person that I've talked to that has a story like that, they always tell you, you don't want my story. You don't want to walk through this uh -huh. because it was not glamorous. It was not fun. It was a down, dirty, kick you while you're down, just uh -huh. hard, hard time. And you don't want to have their story. Yeah, but you need to you need to share those things because there's always someone that is going through or battling at that very second what they're what they're sharing, and time and time again. Then they shift gears to where the Lord found them and mm -hmm. what they're doing today in the Lord. And that's that's the, uh, there's no secret sauce. But, I mean, God uh, uses that. And we've had people come in here that are very <coughs> battle-hardened, so to speak. And they begin to relive that testimony. And I've seen tears come mm -hmm. down the sides of big men that, and, and women also that come in here and and don't think they have a significant story or like you said ray that that think they have a very significant story and then they they go back and they relive it but that's the power that the testimony holds and that's what people mm -hmm. need to excuse me experience and that's that's where the the life change comes. Well, when in. they do that that's uh, part of the healing process amen to that and that's a big that's a big reason gsr is here because you guys are providing that to the people that need to hear it. Uh, the, the young lady that wrote in the email earlier. Uh, Clarice. Yeah. Clarice, yeah. She uh, she was, you know, she was destroyed. She's like, I just failed. I don't know what to do, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And God says, I got you right there. Yeah. And there's God Stories Radio. Uh -huh. You know? Five and that's neat how they find us like that because they go searching for something that will encourage them. And uh -huh. God takes them right there. there. Yep. Like tonight from this 160 episode 
of us all being together. Somebody could take something from this. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're all from different backs of life. We talked about this last week. Let's get uh, get a couple guys in here that's been here and then just put put the mics on and see what happens. And one newbie. And one, well, again, you'll be here soon, I'm sure. <laughs> and then beauty, too, is also coming to that realization, too, with that, you know, I think sometimes we forget to live in, in the moment of where we are today. Mm-hmm. That we spend so much time swimming and marinating in the past that we don't celebrate the present. And amen to that. We, we don't allow ourselves to say, you know, to, as my wife always tells me, stop and smell the roses, right? Sometimes we just get so fixated on, well, I used to be this, or I used to do that, or this sin, or that sin. And, and we, we refuse to allow ourselves to say, well, wait a second, you know, I'm not that man anymore. I'm not that woman anymore. I mean, yeah, do I struggle? Do I make mistakes? Do I have situations? Absolutely. But the difference is now is that my trust, my faith, and my dependency is now on Christ. Right. And, you know, when I'm going into this situation, I'm bringing something I never brought before, and that's him. You know, and and so we have to, if anything, we need to find hope in that, you know, and encouragement in that. When we look at our testimonies, it's not to just to focus on all the things we've done wrong. Let's look at the way that Christ has changed Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Amen. You know, and, and what he's doing in us today, you know, because we can sit here and unpack all the, as I say, the garbage. 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 Unpack all yep. the garbage. Stack your garbage up next to mine. Mine's the big pile in the back. You know, ODI by Peters, you know, but, but but the bottom line is, is that, you know, we, we get so fixated on that, that we forget to f- focus in on, okay, what's God doing in you today? Right. You know, what's he changed in you as a, as a man? You know, what's your thought process now and what's your perspective on life and, and, and where are you wanting Christ to take you? You know, whereas so many times before, I mean, to me, the, the scariest thing about my life before I gave it to Christ is that. I didn't have Christ in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people talk about, like I hear people talk about, oh, I don't want to go to hell. There's this gnashing and fire. And t-. I said, wait a second. Yeah, that's scary and painful and all those things, but you should be more worried about being in hell because you don't have God than you are anything else. Because without God, there is no hope. Mm-hmm. And so the thought of being without the Lord should should. Should, should, should bring more fear upon you than burning Absolutely. an eternal hell and damnation. Mm-hmm. And so I look back at my life now, the moments in my life in the past, and sometimes it become like a blur. I have to fight myself to, to dig through all the that stuff to try to get to where it was at because, you know, I'm so separated from that now, you know, because that's not my life anymore. That's not who I am anymore, you know? And so I just think that's the beauty of the testimony is, you know, that we were able to look back at the past, but we need to celebrate the, the present and, and, and look forward to the Amen. future. You know what I mean? What Amen. God's going to do, you know? You know, not only that, God puts us in places where we should have been in the first place. Maybe we should have been early or late. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. When that gentleman come into the church on a Wednesday who was trying to find a pastor, there was no pastors at church. I started talking with him ministering you know he's saying how can i find god i'm a dope dealer i'm this i'm that i said are you wanting to change your life he goes yeah i said well it starts today and he says well how can god use me i said well let me tell you look how god used me to talk to you to tell you there's a better way 
that day when all that took place, told him about Christ, then he wanted to turn around and get baptized. And George said, well, I can't, um, I got this going on, going on. He says, you go baptize him. Uh -huh. So, took this young man, baptized him, and I haven't seen him. Like Philip and the eunuch, right? Right. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just all, Ethiopian. It, it's not our timing, <laughs> it's God's timing every time. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, John fourteen six says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, truth and, and the, the life. life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, it's funny, my, uh, you hear so many people, Mike, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up you know, Scripture because it's always, I hear so many people say that 316, for God so loved the world that he gave his mm -hmm. one only son, that who shall have belief in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I always think we've, we bypass the, the, three, the 317. Right. You know, because to me, that's that's even more important because God sent his son in the world not to condemn the world, but to save, save it through save him. It. Right. You know, and it, God didn't bring condemnation. You know, that's not why he, he brought restoration. Mm -hmm. He brought salvation. You know, that that's why he sent his son. Right. And so, so when we're looking at our, I think, our lives, we bring so much condemnation on ourselves. And we want to play the role of God, and we really have no business doing. There that. is now no condemnation in Him except through Jesus. Right. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't send His Son here to send us all to hell. Right. He sent His Son here to save us from it, from from ourselves. You know. Ultimately, that's that's who we're battling. If we're going to be honest with ourselves. Is when I get up in the morning, I have to fight John because there's a part of me mm -hmm. that wants to make stupid decisions at times that are selfish and and self preservation and all those different things, and in that's where the battle starts if we're going to be honest you know i mean so but god didn't bring condemnation he brought salvation he yes, brought he redemption did. you know well that's like you said fighting the battles there's that song every fight in every battle mm -hmm. if you listen to that you know i listen to that two or three times a day we're fighting a battle every day you know we're going to be called jesus freaks this that and the other or we'll be judged well, how can you have this or to have that and speak the word of God? Well, that's the old covenant. This is the new covenant. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people can't adapt because they want to go back to the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes people live in the Old Testament. They say, oh, well, the, the New Testament, that's, well, that's your new life. That's like when you drive your car. You only put your car in reverse for so long. But you keep moving forward, forward, forward. That's how Christ wants us to be every day. Keep moving forward, not looking back what happened. But, you know, today's going to be gone. But tomorrow's a new day. Well, you think about it. You, what's your new, you were saying your new listener, the new country, right? Iran. Iran, okay. This is no disrespect to anybody. We in this country have no idea what persecution is. Absolutely not even. I mean, close. as Americans, we come in here. We we can do what we're doing here Say today, it, Johnny, freely, yep. openly. We don't have the fear of somebody coming in here. The the country that just came on board. I mean, there are people in there that would literally have to fight for their lives mm -hmm. to be able to express what we're yep. expressing to here worship. today yep. and to worship God. And so, I think in America, for instance. We we take it too take it for granted sometimes too much mm -hmm. that it's just well you know I, I don't want to go to church or I don't want to, and there are people in other countries in the world that are losing their lives because they want to be close to God they or, want to or if they were caught listening right, to this right you know and that's 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 the reality of it and mm -hmm. so when we look at it we are so blessed 
in this country to be able to say, hey, this is what I believe, and it's I have the right to do that. Right. And, and we sh we really don't have any excuses to have any fear. No. We really don't. To, uh, what are we What are we worried about? People that are going to make fun of us, or Reject they're not going to like us, or yeah. they're going to be offended by us. Or, if we walk things out the way that God tells us to in love, and and you know we keep that at the forefront of what we're doing, mm -hmm. it's not going to matter. God's going to honor it. And the one thing that you know all these testimonies have is that most of them are putting off God, mm -hmm. knowing, but going no 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 I'm going to go this way. But at the end, you always realize he is the way. That's that's the one and only way. No matter how long you put it off, no matter what you do, he's the one and only way. I still enjoy, after listening to to a couple of hundred testimonies, I still enjoy the punchline. How the father hits you upside the head with the two by four, or uh -huh. kick the stool out from under you, whatever you, how, whatever you want to call that experience. But that's what I... I enjoy that moment the the best, you know, because the father is uh, uh, the originator. You know, right. there's nothing uh, there's nothing new. Yet he, no. you never, want you want to be humbled on by your by your own self. You don't want to be humbled by him. Trust me. Well, <laughs> well you see, it's funny. I've got a 17 year old, and it, it you know it, you guys will know what I'm talking about. Sometimes he he tries to be slick, and I look at him and I say, do you? Do you, I'm your dad. Do you think that I've never done that or I've never thought of that or I've never experienced that? And, and sometimes we try to be slick when it comes to, to our father in heaven. We right. think, well, he ain't going to catch this or he doesn't know what's going on or I can just avoid him. Or You're not going to pull the wool over God's eyes. Yeah. He already knows. And, and, and I just personally just want to put that out to any of your listeners there. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. God already knows, and guess what? Amen to that. He still loves you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He still loves you. He still wants you. He was still willing to accept you. He sent his son here to die for you, and he's preparing a place for you. Absolutely. Don't buy into all this this stuff, that this, this self-condemnation that we do. We don't have the right to play God. We the don't have the power or the authority to do that. No. The only one that throws condemnation is Satan. Yeah, and us. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, him, him, and us. You yeah. know, we do it to ourselves. Yeah, we shoot our wounded. We're the only army that, <laughs> that does. You know, we we do, and we sit we sit back and, and we want to, you know, we want to have these higher standards or expectations on other people than we have on ourselves. You know, and it's just, but God loves us regardless. Isn't that the beauty of it? Good thing He is love because we can't we can't uh, comprehend or begin to fathom mm -hmm. the depths of His love because. I know that I'm not worthy of it, and yet he does it anyway. Thank I'm, God for God. I'm glad his mercies are new every day. <laughs> every day. But you know what I use? Like when I'm talking to somebody who don't know Christ, I use Highway to Hell from ACDC. Mm -hmm. Because right now you're on that Highway to Hell, mm -hmm. self-destruction, everything that you could think that's on that highway. But when you come to the end of the highway, you got to make that decision. You're going to turn left or turn right. Or you yeah. turn on Zeppelin and you go up the stairway to heaven. heaven. <laughs> but see, when I'm in prison, when I do prison ministry, and somebody say, well, how can you do this? I said, well, your life was a highway to hell. I said, now you can come to Christ and be on the stairway to heaven. Yeah. So I, you, when you see me post like ACDC highway to hell and then come back with Led Zeppelin, it's because 
that was the highway to hell. When you but make a good point, you got to meet people where they're at. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Paul, you look at Peter, you look at all the disciples. You know, it was the same message, but it was catered to the people that they were talking to. You have to understand the audience. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking to certain people and they're in a certain place in their life, you have to understand that. You just can't. I can't talk to Mike about the gospel the same way I talk about it to Ray. They're well, two that, different men. That's like one time we were at church on a Saturday night. And I'm talking to this real big, tall guy with real long hair. And he comes, the, he comes to our men's group. And Mike says, who's your buddy? I said, Dan Archer, the attorney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he's an attorney? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, next thing you know, Mike's talking to him. He's doing the, t- he's doing the radio show. Yeah. My friends vary from different ethnics to whatever. But it's, I'm at church on Saturdays at four o'clock, having coffee. But being there, coffee, 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 and Come on. Uh, you get your coffee from Duncan, Colombian <laughs> Supremo. Yes. <laughs> How does he know about Colombian Supremo? He's listened to every episode. That's true. All right, as you were, Brad. but uh, you know, being at church. That's where you get people coming in who don't know Christ. And when you're standing there, they see you in a Harley t-shirt, blue jeans, and they start talking to you. And then you get somebody come up like Ray here. What's up, Rev? Why do they call you Rev? Because I'm a reverend, and sometimes I, get, I like to get revved up <laughs> when I start talking about Christ. Yeah. And once I get started, they say, you know, they're like, well, how did Christ change you? I said, well, my life was like on a highway to hell, but now I got stairway to heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So when you start talking that, why well, didn't I hear your testimony at men's group? Oh, yeah, hey, I, you know, but that's where it all starts. And how do you say it? That's where the rubber meets the road? Where the rubber meets <laughs> the road, yeah. You know, and I had to go to Dan Archer and apologize to him because I judged him. <laughs> I did. And I, I, he was looking at me like, Sorry, I, I judged you. Well, that's like when Mike's at the store and I go in there. He's like, oh, no. What's he going to do now? But that's the beauty with him. He He's hoping that that's what they do. Uh, the Rev over here, that they judge him from the beginning because because that's what most people do. They take a, they judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. And they make, these, make assumptions or they make their own ideas. And then when he starts talking, well, now he's got them, right? He's, he, he's opened that door because they're not expecting this to come out, you know? Well, that's just like when I do security on Wednesdays, there was a couple of times parents went to Ray and said, hey, is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> is he really with security or did he steal the shirt? said, that's my brother. <laughs> He's with social security. <laughs> hey, I just uh, want to pause here for a second, guys. I just had a, had a chat come in that said, uh, really needed this podcast tonight, really been struggling hard and have questioned my own faith. I had in my own head God didn't want me anymore. Whoa, wow. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, it's nice to know that uh, what we take as idle conversation is actually blessing people out there. And uh, we do not take that lightly. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the other thing, too, is, is people have to understand that it's okay to have questions. 
you know, it, God's a big boy. He can handle it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you're going to come at God with that he doesn't, he can't handle. So it, it doesn't mean that that makes you a bad person or that makes you, you know, not a good Christian. You know, God wants you to question him. That's why he says, here's my book. Open it up. Read it. Check mm-hmm. me out. There's no such thing as a dumb question, That's only right. a dumb answer. That's right. I mean, this is my resume. You want mm-hmm. you want it, you got some questions? I got some answers. Right. And so I, a lot of times that's what I hear from people who are like, "Well, man, I, they're like, well, I got questions." Okay. Great. What what are they? You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having questions. God doesn't want people to just follow him to follow him. No. They want he wants people to be inquisitive. He wants people to have questions to to seek out those answers. He already knows what's going to happen because right. he's got all the answers. I mean, he, he just wants he wants a relationship with you, right? He wants you to come close and talk with him, just like we're talking here. Remember, God's crazy about you. Yeah, he is. Yeah, there's another common thread to uh, a lot of people who are not wanting to give their testimony or not wanting to come to church. It's you know, oh, I got some stuff I got to get right, or I got some things I got to take care no, of, or no, I got no, some no. of this I got to do, and. A lot of the a lot of the testimonies on on God Stories Radio is that's how they were, and then God just started knocking them down, knocking not just just taking out the excuses, taking out the excuses. Well, that's before I came to Christ in two thousand nine. You know when uh, Isaac was trying to say, "Hey, you need to go to church." Well, hey, I cuss, I drink. How can I go to church and still do that? Well, that's why you go to church when God can change you. Yeah, so, who, needs a, who needs a doctor but the sick? Yeah. That's right. We're all sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all sick. We need a doctor. <laughs> I can honestly He's a great physician, brother. Some of us sicker than others. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can honestly tell you that. That was that was my thing, too. I used to talk to my mom about it. I was like, hey, she's like, why don't you want to go to church? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, you know. She's like, well, what are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I ain't afraid of nothing. You know what I mean? This is actually before my wife. This was a, a while back. She goes, you're afraid you're going to have to change. Yes. It's uh, We love our sin, man. We don't want to. That's it. That's it. Exactly. That's exactly it. And I like like how you put that, Fritz, because, you know, we we make this assumption that we all hate sin. We should hate sin. We should. God hates sin. But the reality of it is, is that sometimes we don't. We like Mm -hmm. it. We enjoy it. And we don't want to get, we don't want to give it up because we think that God's holding out on something for us. Like. And he's saying, you know, hey, look, I got something better for you. Mm-hmm. You don't understand how this is impacting your life. You don't understand how this is hurting you. And then it's not until you get removed from that and you go, wow, I can't believe how much I was caught up in that or how much that had such a control over my life, you know? Or, you know, another thing, too, is some people are afraid to come to Christ because they're afraid of the changes. They're having fun. They say, how can Christians have fun? Hang out with me for a day. I'll have you rolling. Stop by a shop. You have coffee with the Rev. (laughs) Come hang out with us on a Monday night. You'll have all the fun you can handle. Or breakfast at the Waffle House. (laughs) Exactly. Pork chops and eggs. Hey, man, the Holy Ghost hangs out at the Waffle House. I'm convinced. You have a couple of them pork chops, pork (laughs) chops, pork chops, pork chops, and uh, hash browns. Smothered, covered, and brothered over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hot, covered, and bothered. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the Colombian Supremo. Hey, don't forget don't forget IHOP Sunday nights. IHOPs. Well, that's the beauty of it. I mean, Jesus is everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what we have to understand as believers is that he's not associated with a, with a specific church. No. Nope. A specific denomination, a specific country, a specific culture. Jesus is everywhere. Where two or more are gathered together in his name, 
There he is. He's, he's there. You know, on singles group, where we always have fun. And uh, before Dusty left, we were on a Dusty tour, his farewell tour. <laughs> we went to different restaurants for three weeks straight. We had everybody rolling. And when it came right down to when Dusty had to leave, mm -hmm. Dusty said, you know what? When you gave your testimony at Real Men, I was there. I didn't even know this existed. He says, now I see all this. Now I have to go. Okay. I said, take you it know, with you, brother. I said, take it with you. You know, go to, go to, he, he texted me the other day. Well, guess what? They ain't got no uh, Wawa here. <laughs> I said, well, do they got a gas? They got a gas station. <laughs> Go use it. You know, but uh, we have fun. We crack up. Mm -hmm. When we in IHOP or Waffle House, you don't know what somebody's going through. We were there last Thursday. Me and Fritz, the booth behind us was going through something, and they looked. They said, "You're a reverend, and you're cracking up like this." He goes, that made my day. Yeah. That's all it takes. I don't tell people that I'm a reverend. I let them find out for themselves. <laughs> or, or Fritz tells them. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best part about I, it. I rat him out in the heart. <laughs> yeah. It's keeping it real. Exactly. You know, walk it out. That's that's what I tell a lot of people is I'm not real big on like pushing it or, you know, explaining myself. I live it. That's it, live it, brother. That's all you can and, do. That's and all that, you can do. And that draws questions. Right. And people start live asking, it. like you said, How are you laughing like that? You're a reverend? How what do you guys you know, what's what's so funny? You know? Glazed you, donuts and coffee. Coffee. Coffee, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Holy smokes. Wow, what a night, huh? Man. And you oh. know that everybody has been with us from the beginning of the show. I don't think anybody has dropped off. Wow. This is like a two-hour show. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> is it? Oh. I, I, told, you. I told you, Gary. We're, I don't know when to shut up. We're at yeah. hour 45 right now. So, yes. Wow. Well, you get a bunch just, of men that like women talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, it's just a great testament that you can talk about Jesus. You can have a conversation and go on for an hour and a half, four, two hours, three hours. I mean... What better to talk about? All right. Because and did we plan all this? No. Absolutely not. I didn't even know what we were going to talk about tonight. I didn't either. I didn't even know. God did. <laughs> I honestly thought I was the only one showing up. <laughs> I well, didn't know these two guys. Uh, that's, that's what when I got you. the phone call, he was walking to uh, Waffle House. Uh -huh. He goes, hey, can you meet me for breakfast? I'm walking to Waffle House. I said, no, I got something I got to do. He says, can you make it to the show tonight? I said, Okay. It's our five-year anniversary, 160 uh, episode. But you know what? After tonight, I believe God's going to keep this going. There's going to be a lot more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The only thing you messed up on is you should have asked him when he asked you to go to breakfast if he was buying. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. That's next <laughs> Thursday. You done messed up. You missed your window. <laughs> no, that's next Thursday. <laughs> but. The best part about this, like you're saying, we're just guys talking. I mean, we are literally from five different walks of life, uh -huh. completely different walks of life. Amen. With one thing in common. The Jesus. love of Jesus Christ. The love of Jesus Christ. That's it, man. Yeah. That's where rubber meets the road. <laughs> it's rubber, brother. Rubber. Rubber meets the road. That's it, man. That's awesome. Man. Hey, I want to Rubber thank down, gas up. <laughs> I want to thank Alex and Mark and Sarah and Tracy 
And somebody new on Mixler tonight, Peyton. Welcome to the show. Nice to have and you, Peyton. If they're Thank new. You for, what can they do? They can follow us, which they did because I can see who they are. Okay. And now, Peyton, you will get uh, notifications that we are live, and we hope that you. Uh, this is will not be your last uh, last uh, time joining us. All we right. Just appreciate you and. Uh, we appreciate Wendy over on the YouTube uh, making comment tonight and Alex chatting over there for me and uh, handling all that. And uh, look who just walked back in just in time to uh, say goodnight. Yes. If, if that's what we're doing. Yes. I think we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, babe? I'm doing well. Thank you. That's had great. It's your, it's your turn to talk. Oh, my goodness. Now I had to run out and get, get my son, so... <laughs> Part of the drill. Yep. A prodigal son returns home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think mom went and got him, though. In this, in this well, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> could be wrong about you, that. To give him well, a robe and I actually, you know. <laughs> He actually gave me some great news. It's actually kind of made my week. So he told me that, um, you know, he was a, he, he's in eighth grade and he's about to go into high school. And, we weren't really sure whether or not he was going to pass a couple of classes because he has a couple of learning disabilities and he really struggles. And, uh, you know, just like every other teenage boy out there, he's also lazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we knew nothing about that. Nothing, absolutely. I was yeah. I can't completely ambitious when I was young. Yeah, <laughs> total lack of motivation, <laughs> etc. cetera. <laughs> So anyway, he just Watch told me he's passed. Yeah. He's passed. So awesome. he is off to high school. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Fantastical. Yeah. So thank you, Lord. And he, you know, it was so funny. He's in the car and he goes, Mom, honestly, that was 100% God. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> he yeah. goes, you know that point where you find yourself bargaining with God? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's like. Oh. Only, only Maddie. That's only Maddie, funny. right? Yeah. Bargaining goes, with God. He's like, and then he caught himself. He goes, you know, God, I'm never going to ask you for this again. Just please oh, yeah. let me pass. And then he's like, wait, no, I might ask you for this again. <laughs> like next semester. <laughs> that seems to be a popular line from everybody. You know, Lord, if you get me through this, I'll, uh -huh. I'll serve you for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, you know, not not all of me, but you know. I used to pray before Just, I used to go to school. Give me lunch and give me whole, uh, study hall, two yeah. periods. Yeah. So I got lunch, study hall, study hall. Then it was at the end of the day. What's a study hall? Yeah. Uh, that's where you go and study, but you just go there and sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's studying the back of his eyes is what he was studying. Eating and sleeping. <laughs> no, I was sleeping and praying. Yeah, that's what it was. Huh? When the teacher walked in and slammed the door. He popped his head up. Oh, amen. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, at a young age, he was destined to be the Rev. The Rev. Coming to a theater near you. Oh, yeah. The Rev. <laughs> I and I was listening now. to you guys on Mixler on my oh, drive over. Yes. Oh, yeah? How'd yes. it sound? Yeah, you guys sounded great. The air conditioner doesn't sound so hot. But uh, everything else it. sounds great. I just couldn't imagine turning it off tonight. No. Oh, oh, no. With all this hot air in yeah. this room. No. It. <laughs> no, it sounded great. And I love what you said about John 317. That yes. was awesome. Everybody so. looks at 316, but they don't look at 317. Yeah. 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 
was awesome. So, you know, honestly, I feel so blessed that you were all here tonight. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you all showed up. And and I'm sure the listeners out there were, too. Yeah. Well, I haven't, we haven't lost one person. We've been on an hour and 50 minutes, and everybody is still on in July, YouTube as well. In July, I would like to come back and uh, give you an update on my testimony. You buy lunch on Thursday. You can come back then. <laughs> I'll buy your lunch. I uh, Waffle House. <laughs> Isn't that where you? Well, if you'd like me to show up for lunch and just pre-read your testimony, and you can buy me lunch too, that'd be great. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> While you're buying lunch, I'll show up too. <laughs> we'll wear our Jesus T-shirts and freak everybody out. <laughs> Oh, we don't have to worry about that. We already freak them out when we walk in anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jen. She the just, Motley uh, crew. She wants to run in the back and hide. That's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cut nobody no slack. No, you don't. No, you don't. From oh, Waffle boy. House to IHOP. Yeah. The, the, the Dusty Tour to be continued. <laughs> Man, Sarah says we have permission to borrow you anytime. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> she says y'all are very entertaining. <laughs> she said y'all. Y'all. Yeah, it's he, funny you say that. He, My brother's from Massachusetts like I am, and we we lived in uh, Oklahoma, and uh, they'd say y'all in Oklahoma, and my brother was so confused, he was saying y'all's guys. <laughs> and I was like, because <laughs> we say use guys up use in Mass. Guy. And Utes. they say y'all. He's like y'all's guys. I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> You're two really Utes. confused. <laughs> the two Utes. Yeah, the two Utes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're my wife and I both are Floridians from birth. Really? There's yeah, not too many. Uh, of those. I am likewise. All right, there we go. Yeah. I was about to say I'm probably the only one in the room. No, nope, this you not are too not. many. Nice. Fort Lauderdale, born Sweet. and raised. So he gets the y'alls and all that stuff. Yeah. You bet. I, I never forgot when I when I came to North Florida, they would people would say, "Let's go to the house." Which house? Whose house? You know, but yeah. and then uh, lunch wasn't lunch; it was dinner, and then supper. And then supper. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn all that. Well, well we, see, me and Fritz have our own little words. So if he calls me, I say, "Well, I'm going to the house." Oh, Thursday Waffle House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sunday IHOP. <laughs> yep. You know, up here in Central Florida, back you know, back in the days, back in the right. seventies, early eighties, you never gave directions by street names. No, it was always the billboard, the the tall lady with the tire in her hand, the you know, make a left at the oak tree, go three houses. <laughs> yeah, with me though, it was always the restaurants. I mean, you go down to IHOP, you make a left, you see the Denny's down there, you make a right there, and there's a McDonald's about a half a mile down. You make that left, and then the stop at the Dairy Queen, and you got to make a U-turn, come back. You know, so I, <laughs> and since you're going to pass the Dairy Queen, pick me up a you know yeah, a tall yeah, cone, yeah, yeah. some 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 sweet. Uh, I'm getting hungry now. Boy. Right, yeah, <laughs> I'm hungry too. I think I think we should go out and get some substance. What do you say? Hey, whatever. We got our choices. You guys uh, up for a late night, uh, like a breakfast or Mac? something? Can I, Sarah? Hey, Sarah, can he go eat breakfast with a bunch of wild men? <laughs> I put her on the spot. <laughs> One option is Bob Evans, which averages three and a half stars. What is that? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's Siri. I guess we know where we're going. Yeah, Bob Evans. Where did that come from? 
Siri, Siri got drunk again. <laughs> you must have had Siri on and she answered your Can question. Can you believe that? Wow. That's scary. It is scary. No, my wife is holding down the fort. We got our two daughters and yeah, our youngest daughter is uh, having some friend over. So it's like before I agree to anything. Yes, dear. Well, she said you could go, but you got to bring her back some. You got it. All right, man. Guy, I could sit here all night. Oh, we could. We could. We're not like we're burning any tape. I mean, no. it's all digital. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it just blesses my heart, man. Everybody is still on and with us. You know, nobody's dropped off. It's wow. just great. It is. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so, but uh, I just want to thank everybody for hanging out, man. I This is just so much fun. And it's hard to believe it's been five years. Right. 160 episodes. And I just... Love and appreciate these guys for coming by, man. Thank you so much. The Rev, JD. And we love uh, you guys, too. Yeah, we love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. And, uh, Rocking the rock, King Jesus. Amen to that. Right. Thank you. Uh, as, father, as long as Father keeps us stewards, that's fine. Amen. Thank you for uh, chatting with us tonight. Thank you for some very heartfelt prayer requests and for sharing some of those things. I know it's hard to just open up and share those things, and uh, we'll continue to pray for each and every one of them so wow okay well that uh that about wraps it up for session 160 what do you think i think it about wraps it up it's getting a little warm in here i know it's time well, to eat i think the carrot cake is calling uh-huh wait a so. minute for your carrot cake why are we going to uh out to eat then well that's what you do i don't know coffee 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 cake gotta, and then yeah dinner. coffee I thought it was supposed to be dinner, then cake, and all right, we're going to go backwards today. The most amazing part about this is how far Mikey's come. Because yes. when you say at the very beginning, not recording or anything, Mikey was just sweating bullets. Oh, my right. gosh. Now we, he's not even sweating at all. We, we've got six people in here, and we're not the, the most still people. We're up and moving, and as you on YouTube can see. Mikey's cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Not a well, bead of sweat on him. He you know, is a natural now. I, th I think, you know, he, he's lined up testimony after te testimony, week after week, month after month. And up to about uh, a month and a half ago, he stopped. And I think it was big time, a test for Mike to step it up and we talked about stuff that was you know either came up that we prayed about or you know the next one we're going to talk about is what the question craig uh, answered on but i was actually i was sitting here with a, you know someone sat next to me giving their testimony and i felt great because you know i just listened and chimed in when i felt needed to through some verses out there and father thought it was time to start <laughs> stretching you a little bit stretch yes. <laughs> stretch. and yeah. yeah it's i i'm not worried at all and here's the thing you guys you guys are truly seeking christ in this Amen in everything that, that right. you're doing Amen. right and it, it shows you know you can't you can't pull the wool over everybody's eyes and nope everybody sees that you guys are truly it's not about you it's not about fritz it's not about tina it's not about mike it's about christ and spreading his word and as long as you guys keep that up and you keep seeking god no matter what you do testimonies conversations put right. a couple guys in here 
it's going to work because God is doing it, not us. And I have to reiterate that, you know, I'm not bad. I mean, I'm going to be okay as long as it's about the Bible and Jesus. If it goes off that, then I might be a little worried. But other than that, I know my stuff. Well, he's the boss. He'll continue to be the boss. And um, as long as we don't waver from that. No. Well, you know, um, if they want to hang out with us, they can always come to real life on Saturday evenings. Come out and hang out with us on Saturdays and Sundays. Guarantee for a good time. And if you're a man out there listening, you need some encouragement. Real Men Mondays. Seven o'clock, Johnny. Seven o'clock on the uh, up there in the loft and uh, building C. Building C. Come on out, hang out with us. Hey, this we do this every single Monday night. Uh, we sit down, we talk about what matters as far as being a, a man of God, what it looks like, and uh, we talk about the things that uh, most men just don't talk about. And so. It's like I always say, that's we show up on Monday night, that's where we get together, we get real with each other, we get real with God, and at the end of the day, that's where the rubber meets the road. No man is an island. Amen to that. You got anything, babe? No, I can just plug Singles Ministry every yeah, Sunday absolutely. from 6 to 8. 6 to 8, the red the will be there. Family Lounge, the family Building C. After that, I hop. <laughs> if you want to come down and have coffee with the Rev... He'll sign your uh, coffee mug. <laughs> you have to wait in line. Sign your coffee mug. Maybe a napkin or something for you. But don't get some t-shirts printed up the Rev. Yeah. Don't try walking out with that coffee mug, though. They get angry. Uh, Five bucks, you can buy it before you leave. There you go. I already know the price. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. I have a collection of coffee mugs from all the different restaurants. I would make Dusty very jealous with that but uh anyway well he is a good friend and uh just keep him in prayer with his move to uh, virginia and adapting to his new situation he's, oh, wow. he's dead you know he's dearly missed and dearly loved uh, we need to turn dusty onto the show so he can listen i'll get a hold of pops and, and let him know yeah let him know that's for sure we'd love to have him on on thursdays and be plugged into the gsr family well i can't guarantee it's going to be filtered because with him He's old and senile, and he ain't got no filter. Well, I didn't say about having him on the show. Right. I said he can listen to the show. Right. Dusty, I love you, brother. You know I'm teasing. Maybe a little. But anyway. Oh, man. God, I love you guys. I hate to sign off, but we got to do it. We just got to do it. We're two hours strong now. I just want to appreciate everybody hanging out with us for the, for the whole episode, man. It's been five years, 160 sessions who to thunk it who to thunk god is good all five amen to that all right that wraps it up for session 160 i'm fritz i'm mike and i'm tina god bless god bless god bless you feel my empty soul i'll give you all control you take this heart of mine and make the pieces whole you broke this fear inside i'll leave these kids behind you take this simple mold Sanctify my mind You formed me before I was enough I was made your own Now breathe in me Breathe the breath of life It's more than I can see Oh, breathe in me Breathe the breath of life It's more than I can see On everything to make me feel 
What? 